Welcome to The Shadow Life. This is going to be episode two of The Roman Files, Son of a Preacher Man, episode two. This is going to be when Roman's father, Reverend Rob, was trying to do his part back in the 60s, the civil rights movement, and integrate what he thought was the most um, segregated hour of the week. And that would be Sunday going to church. He thought if he could do his little part by integrating their church, maybe the community would start to change their mindset. And we're going to see. How'd you like those sound effects? (laughs) And we're going to see how that worked out for them. The Roman Files, Episode 2, Son of a Preacher Man, Chapter 2. Clan was very much alive and well in North Central Florida. There were many people that still had very narrow minds. And that held true especially in the church. Reverend Rob set out to change the world. And he wanted to start with the most racially divided time of the week, Sunday morning. He might have been the congregation's minister, but he certainly wasn't in control of them. Oh no, that would be the elders. That job would fall on the elders. A small group, old men, they not only controlled the church with an iron fist, but the town as well. Roman wasn't completely oblivious to what was going on in the world around him. I mean, it was a very turbulent time, 1969, especially in the South. Small southern town the Baileys unwittingly ended up in. Reverend Rob, with his head full of new ideas, ready to change the world. Reverend Rob telephoned an old college buddy of his who just happened to be black, with a family much like his own. Two kids, a wife and two kids, they began to orchestrate what they thought was a fine plan indeed. Reverend Rob had always stated that it seemed to him the most segregated hour of the week was on Sunday. He always preached that the eyes of God did not see color. No matter what a color a man's skin was, all people should be able to worship together under one roof in the house of the Lord. Amen. It was a Sunday like any other Sunday. The pews were filled with smartly dressed townsfolk, all expecting their weekly dosage of faith in a manner they had become accustomed to. Up until when Reverend Rob walked in with a young black family, mirrored in just about every aspect as his own, the only exception being that their kids were the exact opposite. Their little boy was the oldest, and the girl was closer to Roman's age. Rob walked right up the aisle, with the black replica family in tow. You could have heard a pin drop. The congregation started to buzz with hushed tones, a reverent whispering burning thy neighbor's ear. Reverend Rob turned around with a great flourish, obviously pleased with himself, and gestured to the front pew. It was reserved for special visitors. Mm, And these were very special. Yes, it was something to behold. The Reverend Rob immediately went to his podium and started the opening of his sermon. He preached of the lessons that Jesus tried so hard to expound on his followers. God loved all his children. The Lord said, and do unto others as you would have them do unto you, and so on and so on. From John 13:34, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. He hit up on Mark 12:31. The second is this. 
love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Oh, he was hitting them hard. Yes, he was. Oh, even I think he even pulled old Romans 2.11 out of his pocket. For what God does not show favoritism. Mm-mm, no, he doesn't. And all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. I swear to God, before he was done, he had Malachi out there. Front and center, 2.10. Do we not all have one father? Did not one God create us? Why do we profane the covenant of our ancestors by being unfaithful to one another? Hallelujah. Glory be Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't get that Leviticus going. Well, none of the Bailey family knew what to expect. But what followed embarrassed all of them. Roman, even as a young boy, he felt ashamed to be white. Ashamed to call himself the same species as those people who in the middle of his father's sermon started to get up and walk out. That's right. That's how disrespectful these folks were. Half the congregation walked out during the sermon. The other half seemed to be a mixture of people who approved and would never disrespect the house of God by walking out in the middle of a sermon. No matter what it was about. To the ones who really didn't seem to know what the hell to do. Afraid to get up. Afraid to stay seated. Well, several months later... I guess it was around dinner time. There came a knock on the door. Roman, go see who that is. Dinner's almost ready. Moore's voice, a little harsh from all cigarettes probably, carried over from the kitchen. She'd been back for about a month now from the mental hospital. It's Aaron's turn. I did it last time. Roman volleyed back, not even turning from the TV. Hell, Sonny and Sherry Variety Show was on. Besides, Aaron Rose, she owed me one, thought Roman. He had, after all, kept his mouth shut about getting into a fight with Jimmy Baloney Mahoney, and she knows how much trouble she'd be in if he told Mama. Another knock, then two more. Roman Carroll, get the door now! All right, all right. Oh, Lord. As Roman got up, he was thinking, who in the heck be visiting us during dinner time? I mean, what the hell? Roman went up to open it. On the other side of the threshold stood three older men, each one to seem to be a generation older than the next. It was as if time had fast-forwarded over each one's face 20 and 20-year increments, the oldest looking barely a breath away from death's doorstep. Roman saw a weathered old Bible in his gnarled hands, cruelly twisted by time and arthritis. His eyes were dark, lifeless, like one of his sister's dolls. Why, hello, Roman. Is your father... That's all he got out before Roman heard. No, he felt his father standing behind him. Reverend Rob had put his hand on Roman's shoulder and moved him behind him, telling Roman, quietly, go to your room. Hmm. <laughs> like hell, Roman thought. This is shaping up to be good. I ain't gonna miss this. He ran over by his Jaron Rose and grabbed a hair and pulled it. Ah, what you, come check it out. What do y'all want? Reverend Rob's voice was low, like the sound of rumbling thunder. They knew that sound. It was an approaching storm. The eldest one tried to stand as tall as imposing as his twisted old bent-up frame would allow, but he failed miserably against their father's stature. He filled the doorway and even seemed to grow larger as his mood turned. They started speaking in tongues and handling snakes. Roman's father filled the doorway and even seemed to grow larger as his mood turned darker. What do you want? Reverend Rob said again. This time the air between them seemed to crackle with electricity. His voice growled low with a tone Roman had never heard before. The youngest of the men stepped forward as if to protect the elder from 
our father's words, a move he soon regretted as father's hand shot out, stopped him in his tracks, Rob's fingers poised to grip his throat. How do you sleep at night? I mean, you turn the congregation from me, you racist, backwards, narrow-minded relics. You try to disgrace my name, my family, run me out in the middle of the night. And still, still you've got the gall to come back to me and ask me to come out and absolve you from any responsibility in this? Reverend Rob bent down and put his face at the same level as the elder, and he said in that unmistakable tone, If you've come here seeking my help and you've made a trip for nothing, Reverend Rob took a step back. I look a horror on their faces. And he loudly proclaimed, The church is dead, slamming the door in their faces. Reverend Robin Moore packed up everything they could into that beat-up old Mercury, picked Roman and his sister, still half asleep. They had driven off in the middle of the night towards a future of uncertainty. From that day forward, as far as he was concerned, the church was dead. He had always been a very spiritual man, but no longer a religious one. Rob would always tell Roman whenever he brought up the subject about going to church. You know, Roman, Reverend Rob looked into his son's eyes, nodding his head ever so slightly, searching his son's face for understanding. Roman, church is for people who need to go to church. You understand, boy? Some people, they can... Be with God out in the woods, out in the forest. They can speak to God, pray. Some people, they need to get together under the same roof to worship God. But I don't want to be under the same roof with people who treat each other with such disrespect. I just can't tolerate rude behavior. I won't. So maybe if you don't understand now, you will one day. I hope so anyway. Roman just nodded his head ever so slightly while his father searched his son's face for understanding, not finding any. Thank you for listening to The Roman Files. That was episode two. And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, then stay tuned. There's a lot more coming down the pike. Well, for the Baileys and for Roman in particular. Just remember, every moment is a chance to turn it all around. If you don't like where you're headed, it's all up to you. See you next time on Shadow Life. Shadow Life.